Hello, this is Father Neil here and welcome to the September 27th episode of the podcast Catechism of Father Neil. Today we'll be looking at numbers 2265 through 2267 of the Catechism. 2265. Legitimate defence can be not only a right but a grave duty for one who is responsible for the lives of others. The defence of the common good requires that an unjust aggressor be rendered unable to cause harm. For this reason, those who legitimately hold authority also have the right to use arms to repel aggressors against the civil community entrusted to their responsibility. 2066. The efforts of the state to curb the spread of behaviour harmful to people's rights and to the basic rules of civil society correspond to the requirement of safeguarding the common good. Legitimate public authority has the right and the duty to inflict punishment proportionate to the gravity of the fence. Punishment has the primary aim of redressing the disorder introduced by others. When it is willingly accepted by the guilty party, it assumes the value of expiation. Punishment then, in addition to defending public order, and protecting people's safety has a medicinal purpose. As far as possible, it must contribute to the correction of the guilty party. The death penalty. 2267. Recourse to the death penalty on the part of legitimate authority following a fair trial was long considered an appropriate response to the gravity of certain crimes and an acceptable, albeit extreme, means of safeguarding the common good. Today, however, there is an increasing awareness that the dignity of the person is not lost, even after the commission of very serious crimes. In addition, a new understanding has emerged of the significance of penal sanction imposed by the state. Lately, more effective effective systems of detention have been developed, which ensure the due protection of of citizens, but at the same time do not definitively deprive the guilty of the possibility of redemption. Consequently, the Church teaches, in the light of the Gospel, that the death penalty is inadmissible because it is an attack on the inviability and dignity of the person, and she works with determination for its abolition worldwide. Okay, this short section today, again, dealing with thou shalt not kill, that the, that we cannot, um, we can't kill, and yet the church does allow for self-defense, defending your family, and also some people have the responsibility uh, in the army or in uh, uh, police service to defend their nation, to defend their community. And so these are two uh, aspects that the church has, you know, always, always held. Um, that it is allowed exceptionally within limits and to protect others to have self-defense. There's nothing wrong with self-defense. There's nothing wrong with defending yourself against others, especially against an aggressor. And then the last paragraph is actually a new paragraph in the catechism. It's one that... Um, that uh, Pope Francis uh, added, actually, it's the only paragraph that he added to the Catechism, and it was reworking the earlier one of John Paul II. 
John Paul II was against the death penalty. He says that the death penalty, uh, he wrote his beautiful encyclical Evangelium Vitae, and there he said that the death penalty was basically impossible, practically non-existent, was his argument, that the cases, the places where the death penalty could be legitimately used were practically non-existent in today's world. And so Pope Francis has uh, clarified this a bit more, and this um, showing that the Church always wants someone to have the chance of redemption, to give them more time. Obviously, this it goes without saying here that the state has to make it safe for people, that they have to lock them up, that if somebody has done a heinous crime, uh, that they can't be walking around in society. If somebody is a danger to society, they can't have freedom. But the church is saying that because of their dignity, and remember, human dignity lasts forever. It never stops. It never finishes. It is never erased, no matter what you do. No matter how terrible your crimes, your dignity remains. And so the church, thinking of this, meditating on this, is saying that um, that generally that the death penalty cannot take place, but that the person has to be, yes, punished, Yes, locked away, but in the hope that they will repent. Maybe they'll never see the light of day again, but that they will repent and that when they die, they will be close to the Lord, that they can go to heaven. But first they need to repent. And in a sense that the, if possible, we give them this time to repent, this time to consider their lives, this time to heal their psychological traumas. Because really, we don't throw the towel in on anybody. The church doesn't give up on anybody because Christ doesn't give up on anybody. But there's always this reaching out. There's always this desire to be near people, this desire to help people, this desire to make um, a place, make a situation, uh, have all the conditions so that everybody can convert, so that everybody can end their days close to the Lord and and, and return to him in heaven. That this is, uh, this is what the human life is about. It's about finding Christ and going to heaven with him. And that even the worst sinners, Christ himself forgave the good thief on the cross, but even the most heinous crimes can be forgiven by Christ. Maybe the state can't forgive them. You know, Maybe the state can't allow this person to freedom ever again. But... In Christ, they have this possibility of true forgiveness. And uh, Pope Francis is speaking against the death penalty because he wants people to have this opportunity to come back to the Lord. So very well. So tomorrow we'll continue. And tomorrow we're going to look at 2268 through 2269. God bless.